Hate your job? Quit. Become a developer or data scientist with Thinkful instead. Thinkful is an online education platform that offers fast-paced learning to take you from beginner to job ready in six months or your tuition back. Start off the new year by pursuing your dream career in tech. Go to thinkful.com slash rebound for a $600 scholarship. That's thinkful.com slash rebound. Terms and conditions apply. It's, uh, it's Monday night. Uh, as we record, this is rebound after dark as we're recording, which is which is distinguished from its usual daytime rebound in the fact that here mm. we all speak very properly and we don't swear. Yeah, I, th- I would say the biggest difference for me when we record at night is uh, way less simultaneous work stress. <laughs> it's, uh, it's yeah, a Lex, different. Well, we'll see. Lex gets we'll see. to be on the show instead of you know half <laughs> on the show where he's like listening to us, and then every once in a while it's like, uh huh, mm hmm, mm hmm. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I you're going to get a lot more of that. The Lex Friedman <laughs> soundboard. <laughs> well, I'm coming to you guys first with a, a tech support question of sorts. Hit a me. tech advice question. So, Don't do as it. you know, I, I have a theater that's, uh, you're not wrong. I have a theater set up in my basement, and <laughs> the installers who did it, um, who helped me out, uh, said, hey, you should use Control 4 as the automation stuff. So all the, the receiver is a Control 4 receiver. And, you know, the, that's a company that uh, uses the Zigbee protocol to, to make various devices work. Uh, Lex, I'm going to stop you right there because clearly everybody knows that Control 4 is, is a board game. And that was your first mistake. You should not have trusted people who were installing a board <laughs> you, game with checkers. You are thinking of Connect 4. You oh, are, yes. you're, yeah. you, are, you, are, you are totally correct. Uh, continue. <laughs> but so the Control 4 system which has a very nice remote and can tie into the lights. So like you can press a button on the remote and be like, oh, I'm going to dim the lights now as you watch. Great for trading. It's super proprietary. And when I say it's super proprietary, what I mean is if you want to add other accessories, sure, you could buy another control for a switch or outlet or dimmer or whatever you want, uh, but only a licensed dealer can install it. You need a dealer's code. And these codes don't leak because the dealers can see anybody who's you know attempting to mm. steal their codes and shut down their stuff. Um... And so if I want to modify my system or tweak anything or use a phone to control it, I have to pay a company to let me do that. <laughs> like to be able to make the app work, I get to pay them $200, which I'm not going to do because that's fucking dumb. So where I am coming to you is I, I have been thinking this long weekend about what could I convert it to? Because there's a couple things that have to happen to convert it. One, right. I have to have a different thing that can be the, the, the receiver. And I, as you know, I have a Kavo in my upstairs thing. I was like, could I put a Kavo down there? Would it have enough inputs to do all the things? You can listen to a previous episode to hear me talk about how I like the Kavo thing. But then I also, I wanted to tie into the lights. And I think if I did it right, I can't even use the echo skill, like the, the Alex, you know, who integration. Um, and yeah, really trailing Alex. off at that last syllable is going to stop it from triggering probably. <laughs> my, mine gave up. Mine was like, oh, he's not, he's not talking to me. My, mine triggered, said, I watched the light game on when I said your name earlier, so <laughs> it's going great. <laughs> but anyway, I, to use the Echo integration with the uh, Control 4, I would again have to pay the company well, to let me do that. Can I, can I so, ask a question? Please, Nothing in my house it. does anything. Let me just tell you. That. <laughs> Yeah, including include John. Yeah, yeah. Um, first of all, your lights are they? I will now open the floor what, for questions. What kind of light, what kind of lights are they? Are we talking? 
Are these... So it's it's a control four dimmer switch that is controlling the LEDs with a button on the control four remote. Okay, but the lights themselves are the lights not... themselves are standalone LEDs. So all right, my my easy my most obvious suggestion is Harmony because it will control. It does have light control. Um, at least for hue lights, I would have to check. Basically, you could. Uh, this is the problem. Like I said, everything's proprietary, so you would basically have to change a lot of shit. Um, and that doesn't mean necessarily changing all your lights, but it would mean, for example, probably getting a dimmer switch that works with HomeKit or the Echo, right? Yes. And they they exist. You get like Lutron, I think, Lutron, whatever they make them. Caseda. I'm looking at Wemo. I think. Okay. Is, yeah, yeah. Wemo makes. Where I would switch to a Wemo switch because that's what the wire cutter seems to recommend. Well, Wemo also, I will say, <laughs> you guys are just making these names up. <laughs> I was looking at Flimflom. Yeah, the Heebly Jeebly's are really a big problem, right. but <laughs> 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 it's so hard to spell. Is my biggest they problem. Make really good stuff. Stuff. You should go with the, yeah. the the, uh, the emoji of a smiling guy with rosy cheeks. That company, I like them. Yeah, have you considered installing a ceiling fan from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the bleep lop, I think, is another option. But yeah, so this is what I'm thinking. Basically, I think you're right that Harmony is an option. Although I feel like Harmony and Kavo are competitors. And I feel like I shouldn't have one of each. I don't know. Uh, they might Although fight. I, have I don't know here, so I could experiment. You there. think they'll fight? Is that what? Yes. But like, mm-hmm. if I, I think if I switch the lights to Wemo, the, the scariest part to me, and I think anybody who's ever done any kind of, like, anytime you pull the TV away and you're rewiring things, there's that moment where everything's unplugged and you're like, oh God, what have I done? Like, <laughs> do I still know what goes where and how's it all going to work? Because there's a lot of wires packed in behind the scenes for the theater setup. And so what I'm most scared of is like unplugging the things and plugging them back in again. I think I can do it. I think it's not a big deal. And I think I sure, can sure. set up some echo scenes. I think that Echo does that, right? Yep, sure, I know yep. that HomeKit does, right? Yeah, hey, Echo does When I say well. it's movie time, like, you're going to turn to the right input and dim the lights and like i'm fine with that. yeah so i mean look just looking really quickly there's a page on the my harmony that has the if you have the hub which i assume you do you have a hub harmony hub that yeah like the harmony hub yeah yeah it it compatible it's compatible with the alexa the google assistant damn it i said it sorry go away robot uh with the google assistant with the uh no god what asshole <laughs> Uh, you know, Ift, Insteon, LifeX, Lutron, Philips, Hue, all that stuff. Like, and I know it works with, I use it all the time for, um, uh, I have a Wemo switch that it can trigger. So I think that's your best bet. And if you already have one, then that like kind of saves, certainly saves you some outlay, but yeah, you're going to have to play that stuff is like, I mean, that was, uh, that was big for a long time. I remember going to my friend's, uh, parents' house, like probably a little bit out of college, maybe, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And his parents had like, you know, had paid for the installer and the super fancy remote and all that. But he had the same thing where it's like literally any time he changed a piece of equipment, he would have to call them in to like update the whole remote and presumably pay them like. (laughs) I never have. So I have not modified (laughs) anytime I tweak this. Like I've changed the Internet in my house a couple of times and. That's why the app doesn't work anymore. You have to call the company yeah. to have them make the app work on your new home. Internet Lex can only watch silent silent movies uh, <laughs> and listen to phonographs. It's really <laughs> what I'm saying is this this is uh, this is a big problem for me, and everybody should feel sorry for me that <laughs> my home theater setup is not quite as smart as also, I'd like it to be. It really hurts when he dives into his pool full of money in the backyard. <laughs> a zero world problem, and his diamond shoes are too tight. <laughs> it is a problem. <laughs> I did fix another issue on my own in the home theater setup. This will be my last home theater story since now you made me feel bad about it. But ever, you're still going to do another episode. one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Before, um, before the Eagles were out of the uh, NFL playoff picture, 
Um, I was watching Eagles games down there, and I don't have a cable box downstairs, and I don't stream the games from anything. I just there's a TiVo, a Romeo on the first floor, and in the basement I have a TiVo Mini, and the TiVo Mini is one of these devices that can just stream whatever your TiVo can handle. So people can be watching shows on the TiVo upstairs, and you can be watching different shows because there's multiple tuners. You can use it as a, a Roku style device. You can watch all the TiVo programs, whatever. And it was stuttering a lot. Uh, with everything on the same network, it was stuttering a lot. And then I realized that although everything was ostensibly on the same network, uh, the TiVo upstairs was actually plugged into one of those Wi-Fi extenders that like grabs the connection from Wi-Fi and then shares it via Ethernet. And that was not the same thing. So when I got it wired directly, then all the stuttering went away. So uh-huh. pro tip, if your stuff is stuttering, make sure it's really wired together. And those Wi-Fi <laughs> extenders are stupid. Yeah, no, they don't work very well. I've had to, I was just recommending to one of my cousins that they, you know, should invest in a mesh network because the uh their their kids have hit, hit teenage years and are complaining mm. that the internet in their house sucks, which to be fair, <laughs> it does because they've been using their basic like Verizon router, you know, slash cable modem for probably 10 years now. So, it's really in bad shape. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, the the it is interesting i i was actually gonna, i had a similar issue with like um with stuttering when it came to playing music this is an issue i've had a, a bunch on the 10s i don't know if this is something you run into at all lex but like sometimes walking down the street i use bluetooth headphones i don't use airpods but i use these just like sort of you know your generic bluetooth headphones and sometimes when i'm walking also in specific places on like my walking route i'll notice mm-hmm. that the signal like will skip or jump and furthermore in or some hop. or hop some of those places I'll notice, like, I'm wearing these, you know, Cost Porter Pro Bluetooth headphones, and they have, you know, a little thing that hangs off them that's got the, clearly the Bluetooth transceiver. I'll notice if I turn my head, literally, like, I'm just looking to one side so that it puts more of my body between the headphones and the the phone, which is in my, like, left pocket, it'll it'll skip. It'll just lose the signal, like, it's all breaking up, and it's just... I can't figure out if it was the headphones or if it was the phone or if it was some sort of buffering issue. But, like, I feel like, you know, it's probably – I think it's the phone. Like, I think I've run into enough issues like Bluetooth wackiness with my 10s, frankly, that I'm a little – I'm just wondering if they if that's, like, a known problem. I heard – I mentioned this somewhere else and somebody's like, oh, I heard about, you know, Bluetooth issues with the 10s. Uh, this was the first I had heard of that, but I've definitely run into some weirdness with it. Well, here is a story I can share that may shed some light on our situation. I have absolutely no problems of this sort whatsoever. You're okay. all alone. <laughs> okay. Right. I know you've got I a special, you get special fancy headphones with a, you know. Well, that's the chips. thing. Yeah. I mean, I think the W1 chip probably makes a big difference. It seems like, again, you know, we've talked about this before. If I could replace it with, you know, more comfortable headphones with a W1 chip, I would absolutely do so. Have you tried BTX ever? I have, yeah, because um, cause Kat has a pair. Uh, and I, they're all right. Um, I just don't like I don't like earbud, like in-ear rubber-tipped headphones. I, just, yeah. I find them uncomfortable. Right. Uh, yeah. And I don't like this. I, I don't love the sound on those. And she, like, I bought them for her because she falls asleep listening to podcasts, including this one probably, uh, because it's very tall. That's what Karen does that, too. I can't. I, like, oh, I can't do it. I can't. I can't do that either. I will, you can't do what? I didn't catch it. You can't do it? <laughs> Fall asleep listening to podcasts. <laughs> oh, same. <laughs> I will listen. Even if it's the dulcet tones of Lex Friedman. Good night. I will sometimes listeners. fall asleep listening. If I have like a radio drama thing, but I've listened to it so many times that it's literally background noise. Um, but yeah, I, so she doesn't like it because she finds, I, I don't know. And I, I did test her headphones at one point. There was like a background hiss when she was listening to some of her podcasts. 
It was just like, and some of it is just like kind of the quality of the audio in it. Do you also have an actual cat? Could that be? <laughs> that could be an issue. Anyways, <laughs> she didn't particularly care for it for that, but she likes him for the gym and for like, she was using him today to watch stuff on her iPad. But I think she just finds the, for whatever reason, the sound on the podcast, and maybe it's the podcasts. I don't know. But she yeah. finds it distracting. She doesn't particularly like it. Is it that. this podcast? <laughs> I mean, I, she does not listen to this podcast. And I cannot blame me? her for that. Okay. <laughs> I think she should start because if she doesn't listen to this podcast, she's not going to know about companies like Joybird. Have you heard about Joybird, the company behind the revolution in online furniture shopping? <laughs> I have now. Cat yeah, yeah, listeners, looking Joybird, Joybird offers one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique taste. Turn your ideas into reality with hundreds of styles and options, from mid-century modern to contemporary classics, all customizable in an amazing array of fabric choices, from rich buttery leather and plush velvets to every color and manageable yeah even mauve there's even a wide range of kid and pet friendly upholstery available as well as free personal design consultants to help nail down your perfect design and with joybird's 365 day home trial you can skip the furniture store and bring the showroom home sit on it sleep on it break it in and if you don't love your joybird return it for a full refund that is a bonkers policy and it's really what they do 365 days in your house in-home delivery is hassle-free they'll even remove all the packing materials for you and returns are free within two weeks of delivery see how joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash rebound go to joybird.com j-o-y-b-i-r-d.com slash rebound and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using that code REBOUND. One last time, joybird.com slash REBOUND. And welcome, Joybird, to the REBOUND family. Is that a thing? Are we a family so now? That way, when Marie Kondo shows up and she asks you if your furniture sparks joy, you can say yes. <laughs> exactly. Go on that, Marie. <laughs> move, on, move along, Marie Kondo. <laughs> I uh, I did really enjoy somebody posted on Twitter earlier today. There was like a Netflix occasionally has these goofs where it puts the wrong images with the wrong programs. <laughs> yes, yeah, and it was that. the one of like some sort of military show with Marie Kondo's blurb. And it was like, man, he's <laughs> really escalating, yeah, like walking yeah. across the desert or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably what you would need to do to pry some of my. She shit is getting out of my very hands. serious about decluttering. <laughs> She, I mean, if she eliminates you, there's no house to declutter. <laughs> Multiply, you're, you're really the problem. Let's be clear. <laughs> you're why yeah. this house is cluttered. And frankly, you don't spark we, we, joy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I can go. Are we decluttering? I'm not saying Dan. I'm just saying okay, you know, good. the, I the we were, person who watches yeah. the show. I thought we were decluttering the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Netflix. I thought those were the uh, days that Lex isn't here. <laughs> Lex, I'm basically you want, not here now. Lex, do nope. you want to say something? <laughs> nope. I think I'm going to let Moles continue this run. I'm out. <laughs> I'm going to go do some work in the podcast industry. <laughs> oh, don't do that. Uh, no, I was going to say, Moltz and I briefly discussed on Turning This Car Around. Um, Dan, have you watched Bandersnatch? I have not. I'm not. I've not watched any Black Mirror. Oh, you've not watched any Black Mirror? Any Black Mirror. I have been going is through that del- is that is that a deliberate uh, choice for a particular reason on your part? I think m- too much of it was probably too uh, dark, grim for what yeah. I was really yeah looking for. Granted, I mm-hmm. say I say that having just watched to like literally right before this podcast the first episode of season two of The Punisher, which is not exactly <laughs> lighthearted. I started watching that right before this podcast, and I was like, eh, I think I'm going to watch an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation instead. <laughs> I'm still in the middle of the new season of Travelers, actually, which is oh wow, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's good. 
But I feel like I could do a service for both of you of like highlighting which Black Mirror episodes are not yeah. depressing. Yeah, <laughs> is it San Junipero? Yeah, That's the only one everybody show, told me to watch. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I actually just watched that one today because you guys had talked about it before and I was not super familiar. Um, I hadn't seen it. And I watched it today and I was like, yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> not my favorite by a long shot. I, I, so what I had said to Moltz and John Armstrong on Turning This Car Around, available wherever you listen to podcasts, was <laughs> that I, I was stressed out about the concept of Bandersnatch, which, if you haven't yet heard, is a choose-your-own-adventure style movie on Netflix in the Black, no, the Black Mirror universe isn't a thing, but you know, from the creators of Black, <laughs> Black Mirror. Black Mirror Cinematic <laughs> Universe, thank you. It actually, there actually is one. Right? They all we are in a pretty bad other. universe right now, but that, I think that would be worse. I don't know. They got some cool tech there, but... Uh, but <laughs> The idea is you got to have a remote in hand, and every uh, time there's a choice, you get 10 seconds to pick option A or option B, and that affects the plot. It doesn't work on every single Netflix-compatible device because it has to be a device that can handle caching because there is no break. It's not like you press it and then it loads. Like You press it while the scene is happening, and the scene continues seamlessly like magic. And it's, I, I was stressed about it because I was saying when I used to read Choose Your Own Adventure books, I would hold my, – my left hand would become this arthritic monstrosity holding all the different pages with choice points because I had to go back and try all the permutations. I was unwilling <laughs> to not have every path taken. I was like, how am I going to do this? But it is so creatively and cleverly implemented. It's not uplifting. It is a Black Mirror story. You yeah, won't walk right. away feeling elated. But the story is so cool and clever and even funny at times. They are pushing you towards one of several dark outcomes at some point, like for sure. And that is how it will end. But it is so well done. I was shocked. I was honestly, it's one of the, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced this, just as artists of various types, which I think all three of us are. But there's this moment, there's this concept of when somebody is so good at something or something is done so well that you're almost mad at it. Because like, well, I couldn't do oh, that. Yeah. No, I definitely And that's that. what I was feeling as I watched this. was like, <laughs> who the hell figured all of this out? Like the story is so clever. The story is about a programmer who's building a choose-your-own-adventure program he's building a game that's a choose your own adventure game based on a choose your own adventure book and then he starts to become aware that he's not entirely making his own decisions because you are and it's insane it's meta and it's i loved it so i'm recommending it i'm recommending it to both of you and to our listeners there you go so right. uh, we're doing we'll see we're doing picks already it seems early no You're it's netflix it was related to netflix oh okay okay i have not Recon. i have not partaken of that but i i understand the appeal it's very seems very clever and i think it's like one of those things we're going to see a lot more of now that everybody is consuming their content through you know set top boxes that are a lot I smarter like most and more of the capable. time you're going to want lean back stuff most of the time when you're sure, watching you sure be able to but you'll you i mean that will not be the last one let's put it that way oh yes agreed yeah uh and dan you should at least watch whatever the star trek themed one is of black mirror you, can you should probably watch, yeah you should watch the star trek one all right all right yeah. Fine, fine. Um, I'll watch television. Like uh, Thank you. I think, it's, yeah. That's all I, think it's, I think it's a good one. All right. Well, Molt's two, like two out of three rebound, rebound yeah. hosts recommended. So, yeah, I watched. I watched the whole James first season of, of Black Mirror and was like it completely like soul sucked at the end. And I watched a. F- I think I watched a few of the second season, and then I was like, I'm only I, I'm only watching like a minimal amount of the third season, and I've so far I've only seen that star trek episode see i watch it often on my phone now on the way to work oh my <laughs> and God. then i get to work and i'm like well work's not so bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah okay i used to uh, see, try I work to at watch, home though so yeah. i used to try to watch on my ipad and i would stream from my phone cellular connection and i noticed that like it would hiccup like crazy on the ipad but be fine on the phone and that's when i googled and learned that t-mobile throttles your tethering you can unlimitedly tether mm-hmm. but they would do it mm-hmm. at 3g speeds where the that's phone right. can faster so now i just want to go to the phone i uh 
I have an unrelated question for John. Yeah. John, I want to know if over the weekend you are the reason uh, that Apple started <laughs> selling the iPhone SE on clearance and then stopped selling it. And how many did you buy, I guess, is my question. <laughs> I did not buy any. I wanted. It was actually, I was thinking I was going to lead with that, but um, I certainly did consider it. Because you might need a backup. Well, exactly. What if this thing goes down? I'm I'm shit well, out of luck. I, well, here's my question. Then related to that is uh, selling off this remaining stock. I mean, obviously, Apple stopped selling new iPhone SEs. Uh, I think last fall when they introduced the new lineup of phones. But correct. selling off the remaining stock now, several months later, do you feel like is that? Are, do you have any optimism? Based on that, like, oh, they're clearing out I don't inventory. That, no, I don't think that changes. I don't think that changes my outlook. I am, I am, I am not very optimistic. Um, but I, you know, I still hold out a, a, a tiny sliver of hope that that someday that they will. Particularly, I mean, if they're if they're looking to sell to more people, I mean, if they're right. if they're running out, of, if sales are becoming a as big a problem as they seem to be, why not try to reach out to whoever they can get? So. Yeah, that, I mean, that was what occurred to me, too, was, like, this idea of, well, if you're not telling, you know, you're not, the, the people who are buying an SE are probably not the same people who are in the market to necessarily buy, like, a 10S, right? I, I think that's probably different, like, different there's use a, I think there's a, well, there, I think there's a, de- there is definitely a, two, <laughs> there are two kinds of people in the SE world. Um, <laughs> one kind of person is just buying it because it's the cheapest phone, but the other kind of person is buying it literally because it's smaller and the price is not really the problem. Right. And in both of those cases, though, like, I think you have people who are choosing it for a specific reason that it fulfills that the 10s does not, whether it be price yes. or form factor. Right. And so... I guess my question is, are there, I mean, I'm sure there are some people who are like, well, there's no SE, I'll buy, you know, a seven, right? Like, or an eight right, or whatever. Right. But there probably aren't people who are being like, well, there's no SE, I'll buy a 10S Max. <laughs> like, right. Or there's no SE, I'm going to Android. Yeah, I don't feel like exactly. that's the kind of thing. Now, yeah. Well, there aren't, there aren't any small phones on Android either. It's true. Uh, well, there's that that strange palm well, there's device. The, yeah, <laughs> okay, <right>. yes, there's, <laughs> there's, the, there's the palm, but I don't think that really counts. <laughs> Uh, but like, what state would Apple be in if they combined the iPhone XS and the iPhone SE? My guess would be it would be they would be in the state of yep, iPhone XS. Yep. Wow. I saw it. it was so it was so it took so long to get there that I oh, was worth the journey. Heard the worth, joke and already it. groaned before you got to the punchline. <laughs> this is what you get when you have my full attention. <laughs> <laughs> is that some sort you know, of threat? Or yes, I think so. I think that's you like know what exactly else you get what that though. Was. There's one other thing I want to mention. Uh, real quick, and then we'll, all our business will be done. But if you've been thinking about the credit cards you used over the holidays, make this your New Year's resolution. It's still January. It's still time. Lower your interest rate and save with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. You can get a rate as low as 6.14% APR with AutoPay and save thousands in interest. The rate is fixed, so as rates continue to rise, your low rate won't budge. And the application is 100% online, and there are no fees. Uh, they showed Moltz the site, and Moltz said that you know uh, it was intuitive and straightforward right john that is literally what i said yeah yes and uh, it's a it's very easy i mean you know i i'm, I'm a simple person and uh, it was very easy for me to understand and you are an advocate of credit card consolidation i am completely an advocate of credit card consolidation i have done it in the past and i highly recommend it because partially because i hate the credit card companies but um because it just makes financial sense for anybody who has who has outstanding credit card debt well, our listeners can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get said discount is to go to lightstream.com slash rebound. That's L-I-G-H-T 
S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash rebound. Subject to credit approval, the rate includes a 0.5% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. But visit lightstream.com slash rebound for more information. Last time, lightstream.com slash rebound. Oh, no, I don't have any more SEs. <laughs> Just the one. <laughs> well, I hope they, it Did lasts. you say they stopped selling them? Are they done? They, they, ran, did they, they get ran, rid of them all? They ran out, I think. They ran out, yeah. 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 I, I believe they sold well, it was off like two, It was 250 bucks for the 32. It started at 250 right? Yeah, frankly, at 250 I... You know, if I had, I was not around to see that, but like I might have bought one just to have like a backup phone. Like that's it's the new iPod Touch, essentially. Yes, <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the iPod Touch that's coming back, but I think we talked about that a little bit last week. Oh, we did, we did. Uh, it's but I think that's what it is. I think the new iPod Touch is going to be SE shaped. Yeah, yeah, that's what you think. That's my new theory. You think it's going to be that size? I don't know. Still, probably. Not. I mean, that's what the current size is. Is the current size that's no? It's not. I thought it was iPhone seven size. No. I can't keep track. I haven't seen the no, iPod. no. It's it's still. I think it's still. I think it's still SE size. I haven't the, seen an iPod Touch in the wild for about thirty seven yeah, years. I mean, Hank doesn't. Hank had. Uh, it's somewhere don't look in the drawer um, because he don't. He never uses it anymore. But he had the one before the most recent one, and it's it's SE sized. It seems hard to believe, thin. but it is. And I think the. I think they they did. They haven't changed the form factor. It's yeah. It's four years old. So. Whatever was the yeah. newest thing four years ago. Do you guys remember that the original iPod Touch didn't even have a speaker? Like it can make clicking sounds, and that was it. <laughs> I do remember I that not. it didn't have. Yeah, I it didn't have. A, it, it was a weird. Such an I bought. Place. I had one. Uh, I still have it actually. But I, I bought one and I picked it up the day like the second iPhone came out. Because <laughs> I still I couldn't justify getting a different smartphone since work paid for one at the time. So I was like, I'll stick with my BlackBerry. And I went and bought an iPod Touch, and I got to skip that whole line. Of all the people waiting for their phones. <laughs> oh, iPod Touch there. Come right this way. <laughs> Move to the front of the line. Yeah, I don't know. I, I never owned, I've never owned an iPod Touch. There was no... Yeah, but my dad yeah. got an original one, and we have that. Um, I was you know at their house one time, and it was just sitting there, and he wasn't using it anymore. And I was like, can I have this? And he was like, yeah, sure. So <laughs> I still have it, which was like, you know, like seven years after it came out. <laughs> You just want it for your collection. But you know me. Yeah. Oh, I, I do. All too well. I need more. <laughs> you need more Apple I am shit. I anti-Marie Kondo. <laughs> All of this sparks joy. <laughs> Sometimes literally. It is literally sparking. Um, yeah. Did we talk about... Um, we, I don't know if we talked about Apple laying people off, did we? Or oh, I guess the, they didn't... I guess slowing their hiring. Slowing their right? role, as it were. Yes. Right. So yeah. not actually laying people off. That was... Like, you know, not hiring at the pace that they were going to have. I, I had uh, much like Gruber, who I think wrote the the response to that article. I read that mm-hmm. article and thought to myself, "There's a lot of nothing in here that surrounds." Let's pad it out to the the length of an article, which is to say, right. there is some indication that maybe some teams aren't hiring as fast as they might have otherwise. But you can't really prove that they would have been hiring faster because there's no way to figure that out. Right. So. I don't know. I mean, this is not, you don't have a down quarter make, you know, f- whatever, 60, 70 billion dollars. And are like, nah, maybe we shouldn't hire more people, right? Like, that's, <laughs> You're, I, I don't yeah, think we, that's we how business is. the second best run. quarter we've ever had. We should stop hiring people. We should stop hiring people. We should shut it down. We should return mm-hmm. all of this money. Return all the money. Then, yeah. uh, it just doesn't seem like, you know, people look and see cause and effect in places that you don't actually make make sense when it comes to those things. So yeah. I, I'm a little skeptical about that. I'm sure they're always apportioning and trying to figure out 
where to put their resources at any given moment. Uh, and it may be that they've decided to make adjustments based on that, but I don't think that's a result of the most recent quarterly sales. Yeah. So there, I said it. Okay. Well. Wow, you did not hold back. <laughs> I uh, I say what I mean. I mean what I say, Lex. That's the rebound promise right there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably with more swearing. I, I thought about buying a new game for the Nintendo Switch after watching an online video. Uh, I can't even tell you what the video series was, but I saw that Weird Al Yankovic was the guest on some <laughs> YouTube show uh, where you play video games with these two guys. And they were playing Wheel of Fortune on the Switch. <laughs> and oh. it actually looked fun. And so I thought about it. And I feel, I, mm. I feel like if it was 15 bucks to download for the Switch, I would have done it. But it was 20 I was like, I don't think it's $20 worth of fun. Because it's only up to three players. And I have three mm. kids who would want me to play with them. If it was a four-player game, which it can't be. That's not how Wheel of Fortune works. Then I think I would have pulled the trigger. But I'm right <laughs> on the edge of that Wheel of Fortune situation. I will say, I, tell you, I don't know how Wheel of Fortune works. What? Really? Well, sort of. I would have. I would not have known that it was only three players. I. It's like Hangman. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say. I we we actually played um, some Switch game. We played some Mario Kart here for the first time in probably several months because it was very very cold here today, and it was a holiday. So we sat down and played a bunch of Mario Kart, which is a great game. I really love Mario. Kart. It is. It is the uh, the you know game with the like, consistent longevity. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say. I just want. I, I want to point this out. And just so we're clear, we could be playing Mario Kart against each other right now instead of doing this job. Is that really? Is, I, I <laughs> then don't you would know. not have Lex's undivided attention. <laughs> I don't know how the online play works. We've never done it. But I've done it I play Mario once. Kart every weekend. But you can really, like, you can pick specific friends to play against? Yes. Yeah, you, need the friend, you need, just need the friend code. Friend code, yeah. I, I've done it. I played Mario Kart against Jason Snell and his son, uh, I think, right after I got the Switch, like, a couple of years ago. But that was... Yeah. That was about it. I don't think I've played anybody since then. Well, I think that we should do this. I played, uh, I don't know if you know Ben Compton, but I played Ben Compton. Uh, Hank and I played Ben Compton like after we got the Wii. <laughs> and we got the Wii late. I think we got the Wii like a year late. And so Ben got out when it came out and had been playing Mario Kart for like a year before. And he was just, he just creamed us. I mean, we didn't, you know, like out of the gate, that was the last we saw of him. And, uh, <laughs> And we did it once, and we were like, "Well, that was that was really unsatisfying." I think for all of us because he was so much better. But I think uh, I think at this point we'd probably give him a run for his money. But all right. well, maybe we start, we start the first annual Rebound Mario Kart Championship. I would be interested in that. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We'll I think that, that I think that could also be podcasting material. Yeah. I think. I, think I mean, sure. can you? Can you? We're, we're, we're pivoting to video. Yeah. Can you stream Excellent. from Finally. a Switch? You can't stream from a Switch, though. You can only stream from the Switch if you're using an HDMI capturing device. I happen to have one of those. <laughs> so you could. And by the way, of if you could you do did. that, then I want you to be my co-host on my new incomparable game show that's going to be all Jackbox games. <laughs> I can also do that. I, You know, I make a really good announcer. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let me ask you, do you have any interest in a foldable phone, especially if it's a Motorola Razor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> how much would no. how much would you pay? How much would you pay for that? Between twenty and twenty two dollars. Okay, good. Probably not the fifteen hundred dollars <laughs> that they're reportedly charging. Okay, so we're going that low then maybe. It yeah. is an interesting combination of rumors that have going around. One, the foldable phone thing is starting to happen, albeit in kind of a, you know, very, very rough form factor. And Motorola has simultaneously like supposedly thinking about bringing back the razor 
Uh, I never had a razor. I had like a. Um, Your face shows it, Dan. I know. Yeah, I, it's very beardy. Uh, <laughs> I had a, a Motorola V60, which was like the little silver flip phone, um, but it was like it was thicker, but but like not as wide as the the razor. Um, like it was like the evolution of the StarTac, which man, that was like. I remember when the StarTac came out, and there was like I'd literally on TV shows, you would see people wearing a StarTac around their neck. And you'd be like, oh, a phone you can wear around your neck. <laughs> and it's like, Isn't that what everybody wanted? Yeah. Uh, and yet, that never turned into a thing, much like people don't wear giant clocks around their neck, a la Flav of Flav. I, <laughs> don't I, they, though, Dan? Do they? I do wish. George, George Dr. Funkenstein Clinton also, off, also sometimes wears a clock around his neck. So I'm saying, when he performed at my college, George Clinton uh, wore a, a PlayStation of some variant around his neck. Oh, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> he, I swear to God, he performed on stage when I think it was a PlayStation. It was definitely a video game console. It did not belong around one's neck, but the man made it work. <laughs> cool. That's definitely a thing people do. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, yeah. We can play Mario Kart together. I'm mostly focused on this now. Uh, we can. We yes, will make we this happen. We will set up. <laughs> we'll set ourselves up a little race. And I'm sure everybody out there, you know what, well, <laughs> this is we'll where we need to get it. someone in, like, we need to get involved in uh, figuring out how to let people take bets on <laughs> <laughs> It's funny Isn't because I feel like, I'm sure every single one of us can win Mario Kart, rates on our, Mario Kart races on our own. Uh, and yeah. then when you're playing against each other, it's like, who the hell knows what's going to happen? I, d- yeah, I don't. Exactly. That's, I mean, the, you know, yeah. and I'm, the frankly, elasticity really makes it all a nightmare, right? There's advantages to just falling back into eighth or ninth place. Yeah, I so mean, you can start getting good shit. And frankly, you know, and I can say this because my fiance is asleep in, in the other oh, room. She's real bad. I need some competition. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will tell you this: I play Liam, wow. and he has gotten better. There was a time when Liam could consistently beat me on certain courses. I was not okay with that, and now there is no such time. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! Were you challenged by your son, and you just basically like, like, you like stayed up late? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I only ever played with him. I didn't play solo. But when I realized that I couldn't like fake my way through it and I had to really be focused, I, I learned. I, I practiced. Like when I was playing with him, I was like, well, I've got to make sure I know how to exactly how to master the perfect start. And he knew how to do a perfect start and wouldn't tell me. That's how competitive my son was. Wow, wow. That's really, you passed on some good genes there. You know, it's funny, well, Lex, because you, know, you and I both play Super Stickman Golf with Dan Frakes. Uh, he's so our unbelievably good. At he's very, very good. I, I do beat him on occasion, but I would say like, maybe maybe like two out of every 10 matches or something I beat oh i probably beat him one out of every 10 matches yeah so like and but like you and i played and i felt like for a while there i had a leg up on you but right now i feel like it's much more even like each each course that we like each time that we play it's kind of a toss-up i think oh well for me it all depends on the the ball type when you do that fucking anti-gravity ball (laughs) i'm like well that's another game for dan to win i'm just so bad at that ball it makes me so angry (laughs) Although that's how I always used to feel playing Dan. I would just lose to him every time. So I got like really focused on getting better at that. And then like you like to play the laser sticky ball. And I'm like, I sure do. I feel like you must hate it. So annoying. (laughs) 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 All right. So now I'm very, I am intrigued. We're going to have to set up a a Mario Kart tournament. And uh, I'm sure the listeners will be really interested in hearing all about this. We're going to stream it on Twitch, uh, which I don't know how to use. And... Uh, the first competition will be how do you pronounce Mario? Because Dan <laughs> says Mario, I say Mario. Moltz, what do you say? Mario. Yeah, that's correct. Well, this is, I'm over. For, which of you guys uses click to tap again? <laughs> tap to click. Dan, that's me. Yeah. 
Wow, there's a lot of uh, a lot of bad blood in this yeah. in this podcast. It's surprising that we keep doing it. Frankly, <laughs> it's the, yeah, it really considering all the baggage. <laughs> I think what are we? Are we we're not like we're not like spite casting. <laughs> like that's not a thing we're doing, is it? <laughs> Aren't we? <laughs> uh, there's an argument. Bit. There's an argument for it. You guys, neither of you uh, use Windows 10 Mobile, do you? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I will say this. I had to use... Uh, so this past weekend, I went to the annual MIT Mystery Hunt, which is the thing I've been doing for like 15 years. And I was responsible for setting up the printer. And my friend brought in his old laptop to hook up as a printing station. And it was running Windows 7. I had to get the printer working on it. And I was like, holy shit. I have not used Windows in a really long time. I don't remember how to do a lot of things. And I feel like this was the worst version of Windows. <laughs> so it's really frustrating to like try and... I used to know all the shortcuts in like XP because that was when I did worked in tech support. And like my bosses would be like, okay, this is how Windows wants you to do it. This is how you make an end run around what Windows is trying to get you to do. And it's much faster and more efficient. I lost all those skills. I eventually got it working, but it took way too much time. And it reminded me how much of a piece of shit Windows is. Wow. Jeez. It was, I had to get that off well, my chest. Well, the point is uh, that Windows 10 mobile, they're, they're finally telling, Microsoft is finally telling users to switch to iOS or Android because... They're not. They're not up issuing any updates anymore. Which I was. I was just very surprised that they had been issuing any updates at all. Well, presumably security stuff. I, are they were actually like adding? They weren't adding features. No, I think, yeah, it was just security stuff. But I would have thought that it was long since completely end, sunsetted. End of life. When does it actually die? At the end of the. Uh, uh, the end of this year it looks like no more hot fixes. Well, pour one out for Windows Mobile 10. Yep. Yep. I will not. <laughs> I used a Windows phone for a couple weeks. Remember I remember. That? I do remember Dan, that. you were so mad because I pitched the story and you were like, I was going to pitch that story. I really just wanted a Windows phone just to play with it. <laughs> you know, eventually the problem that befell that phone, because Microsoft sent it to me since I grew up uh, riding carpool with Ben, the PC guy from Microsoft. He sent me the phone. But um, uh, eventually a SIM card got stuck in that phone. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of life for that phone. That was no more hot fixes for that one. No more hot fixes, huh? It was a fine OS. It didn't have any apps, but it was a fine OS. I I didn't hate it as much as I feared I would hate it. Well, I had friends who I have friends who work for Microsoft, and I remember when they had Windows Phone, and they've now all like two of my very good friends. Uh, one of them works for Microsoft. One of them used to work for Microsoft. They both had Windows Phones, and now they, they've both been on iPhones for several years now. Um, well, let me ask you this. Oh, you're, you're, you didn't finish your story. No, no, no. That was, I was just like, just a point that the most of the people, you know, not even the people who work at Microsoft use the Windows Phones anymore. Well, the story I saw is that Bill Gates uses an Android phone. And I want to know, do you think Bill Gates uses an Android phone because he hates Google less than he hates Apple? Or do you think he's actually like a guy who's like, I want to be able to tweak all the fiddly bits? I, so. think, I think those stories are almost always stupid because if you're Bill Gates, do you really have just one phone? <laughs> The dude can have as many phones of any variety he wants. He probably, probably, not only that, but he probably just gets those phones. Like people probably send them to him, right? Like even Apple was probably like, "Yeah, Bill, here's the new phone." You know, <laughs> just enjoy. <laughs> okay. okay. I I don't know. I mean, maybe he uses an Android as his daily phone because he just likes it better or whatever. But I I would be shocked if but he an did not. The sheets, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude has more than a day phone and a night phone. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> 
Yeah. It's got a four o'clock phone, five o'clock phone. A bandolier of phones. Bandolier of phones. Bill Gates was always a fashion icon, and I doubt that he has stopped <laughs> being one. You know, it's probably like a it's a it's a sweater vest <laughs> with lots of pockets. <laughs> one of the, like a, one of those like tactical yeah, nerd some vests. sort of yeah, you, know, you know, like a lease sort of thing that um, <laughs> just has lots of pockets in it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I was talking not long ago. We had uh, Jeremy Burge on the um, on Clockwise. Jeremy Burge being the, the CEO of Emojipedia, uh, and he was talking about how he had both a Pixel Three and an iPhone, and how he would switch to the Pixel Three at night because of the night mode photographs that it takes, which are apparently quite astounding. Yeah. And I, I pointed out to him that he literally has a day phone and a night phone. <laughs> and I think he kind of paused at that point and was like, I guess I do. <laughs> I, w- I will say that I ran out last night. I ran out to take a picture of the, the so-called blood moon, and um, which was not so terribly bloody here. Blood but um, moon. as it was disappearing, it was pretty cool. And um, and <laughs> taking a picture of it on my iPhone SD was not was not happening. <laughs> I, frankly, it's even, hard to take pictures of any yeah. celestial bodies with a smartphone, no matter how good the phone is. Yeah, I have, Yeah, I even. But, but it's, it's it's it definitely seems <laughs> woefully behind at this that, point. I gotta say that night phone. I mean that night mode um, photograph thing on the Pixel Three. I've seen a bunch of shots taken with that, and yeah, that is is really impressive. And I would be absolutely shocked if Apple doesn't have some sort of competing feature to that when June rolls around. Right. I would be absolutely right. shocked because they pride themselves so much on how good their camera is. I'm sure they will have their own mode and they will explain why it's so much better than the Pixel 3's night mode. <laughs> or they will not mention the Pixel 3's. <laughs> like other phones. You might have night seen these pictures all. taken with other phones. And we think right. those are okay, but really they look kind of washed out. And you can tell that they've been all amplified. Yeah, like I'm sorry. I'm writing Phil's speech for him right now. Yeah. No, I, I'm I'm jealous of that camera right now. I don't like being jealous of another camera. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I don't want to have to buy. I got away from buying standalone digital cameras. I'm not going to buy another phone just for a camera. Same. Same. That's a great picture of a moon, by the way, Lex. No, it's really not. <laughs> Hold on, I got to use the it's, live photo part of it. <laughs> it's better than I was trying to do. Ooh, that. Now it now it moves. Yes, that's what live photos are. Dan. <laughs> yeah. How do you actually do that I on was, a Mac? Uh, selected and hit the selected and hit the space bar. I think you can also selected like, and hit the space. Bar? A quick, quick, like, quick, like quick looking. Oh, I see. Essentially. Okay. Double clicking on it also works. I had a similar issue when we were I think down. That's a blotch. I think that's a you paint blotch on your wall. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the same issue when we were down in Mexico. It was like, oh, man, the moon looks really cool uh, you know, off the beach at night. And you take a picture, it's like, all right, nobody can tell any of what that is. <laughs> I, I that still, is garbage. I still take pictures of fireworks. I have no idea why. <laughs> also, when do, you ever no really, idea. when do you ever really look at the pictures you took of fireworks? Exactly. Like, why would you? <laughs> I really want to go back and look at those, those fireworks from 2006. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was the fireworks from 2006. There was Weren't w- they so great? One good firework. Uh, I think it was green. Uh, I really like taking pictures of fireworks, so <laughs> screw you both. <laughs> Wouldn't it be crazy if that's what broke us up? <laughs> no, it's definitely going to be the Mario thing. <laughs> I am no lie super excited about this. <laughs> oh, Sam. We if we gonna... tape this on Sunday, I would have said, let's do it right now. But uh, I'm go to bed. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah. 
fine. But yeah. we'll be, we'll get there. We're going to do this. This is going to happen. Yeah. It's going to happen. People can place their uh, bets for bragging rights. And, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll do something. <laughs> we'll have a race. We'll decide this once and for all. It needs to be, you know, it needs to be decided. Winner gets to do the podcast by themselves. <laughs> <laughs> is that, wait, I think, isn't that the loser? <laughs> no, I feel like the winner gets to uh, force the other two to adopt some kind of uh, Apple technology strategy that they don't like for one week. <laughs> Like, so you're I can make of, you uh, stop uh, tapping to click for yeah, a week. Or I make you guys tap to click. Is that how this exactly. works? Yes. Yes. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Intriguing. Yeah. You had my interest. Mm. Now you have my attention. I can decide what I'm going to do. John Mulse does not appear in this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Just have a computer read my part. Yeah. (laughs) Hello, gentlemen. I did not buy an iPhone SE. (laughs) 